Welcome to Wake Up Calls. This is Todd Goodwin. My wife Gina and I are board certified hypnotists with years of experience empowering people to enjoy healthier and more fulfilling lives. There's a myth that hypnotists put people to sleep, but the truth is that we wake them up. So many people sleepwalk through life with no clue what causes their emotions and behaviors. They feel like helpless victims of their anxieties, bad habits, and traumas. Fortunately, we've helped thousands of clients to unlearn those issues, often quickly and easily. What if you could know yourself, accept yourself, and value yourself more than ever before? How would that improve every part of your life? It's possible, and it starts now with self-awareness. Our mission is to help you to wake up so you can think better, feel better, and do better. Podcast topics range from health and wellness to relationships to human behavior and psychology. Our conversations are always informative, often controversial, and sometimes entertaining. Get ready. It's time to wake up. Welcome to another exciting episode of Wake Up Calls with Todd Goodwin and... Gina Goodwin. So today's topic is, it's not what you're eating, it's what's eating you. And I love that because that alone right there sparks such a curiosity. I remember Todd said that to me once years ago when I couldn't stop eating chocolate. He's like, what's really bothering you, Gina? It's not about the chocolate. It's not that you've gained five pounds or anything like that or your skin's breaking out and that's why you're upset and Mm -hmm. and that just drove me to eat more of it because now i was unhappy with how i was looking and feeling physically um (laughs) so it just drove it you know but it's not what you're eating it's what's eating you yeah right that is a very important question to ask yourself if uh you find yourself reaching in that bag of potato chips more often or you get your hand caught reaching into the cookie jar or making excuses to go see a movie just so you can have movie theater popcorn and soda and candy yeah extra large yeah exactly <laughs> and in charge that's right okay i'm gonna give a little bit of background here um this topic is very relevant to me in terms of my career history because um here we are in 2020 this was uh, I guess 21 years ago I got my master's degree in nutrition and health promotion and briefly I was a nutritionist and uh, to make a long story short the vast majority of my clients were um, weight loss clients mostly women they wanted to lose weight it might have been 20 pounds it might have been a hundred pounds sometimes they were very obese and they wanted to lose 200 pounds well, bottom line is what I found really frustrating, what ultimately caused me to get out of the field of being a, uh, a nutritionist or you know wellness counselor in that way, was the fact that all the great advice I had, all the you know two and a half years of graduate school with learning how to give people advice on eating and so on, was pretty much worthless. And I know if uh, you know you're listening and you're a nutritionist or you're a doctor or a healthcare practitioner who's given people advice on how to change their health habits, you know that very often that doesn't work too well. And 
you know, as we explained in, a, in another wake-up call, this is largely because despite our conscious, logical mind getting good advice, you know, rational advice says I should eat less, I should eat more vegetables, I should eat less junk food, and so on, our emotional, irrational, subconscious mind, which is much more powerful, that's the part that says, yeah, 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 but I need to have that cake, ice cream, bread, pasta, junk food. I got out of that field because I was really disillusioned because they never told me in, none of my nutrition professors told me that most of my clients who want to lose weight will not succeed. And the reality is most failed, not because the advice I gave them was bad and not because they didn't want to lose weight, but because they couldn't help themselves because they were compelled. They had an addiction or an emotional compulsion to eat. And so what I didn't know and that I learned upon becoming a hypnotist 13 years ago is that it's not just what you're eating, it's what's eating you, which means you have, if you have unresolved emotional challenges, which most of us have, it's going to manifest in certain ways. We're not talking about smokers, we're not talking about people who drink too much alcohol, we're talking about eating. And if someone is stressed for a variety of reasons, even if the person's not aware of it, their subconscious mind is going to find any short-term remedy it can find to make the person feel better. And eating is the most easily attainable, the most abundantly ubiquitous, like that's the most prevalent thing because food is everywhere. It's, it's the most readily available drug. Yeah, and, and it's legal. It's everywhere. You need to eat. You don't need to eat You don't need a permit junk. to sell it. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, so that's that's... That's what it means, you know, what's eating you. is what's really bothering you. And when we eat junk food, stuff that's not good for us typically, or just overeat in general, it temporarily makes us feel better. And you, and yeah, it's true. You reached that conclusion basically because you were, as a nutritionist, you were probably exhausting your means. You're like, I've told them what they need to do. I've given them diet plans. I've given them, you know, uh, eating plans or, or uh whatever yeah. you do uh, within their budget, you know, even if they couldn't, they could barely afford much. I remember you, you used to make healthy meal substitutions or plans for people and they could eat for God knows how much a day and feed their whole family and it was still really healthy. They yeah, it was just, like a few dollars. Yeah, they just aren't aware of this knowledge, you know, and, and, and you can recommend <clears throat> a personal trainer and, and they know all the great exercises, but all that being said, if the person is still not doing it, then that's where they need to dig deeper and say, okay, what's really going on? And that's when you have to take a step back and zoom out, right? Yeah. And broaden your vision and your perspective and take a step back and look at things objectively and think, why am I not doing it? And then, of course, like in a previous uh, wake-up call, we said it's, it's not because you hate yourself, you know? Um, it's deeper than that and a lot of people don't understand and it's really simple actually it's not what you're eating it's what's eating you so there's something bothering you there's something you're upset with there's something that is unsettling on some level yeah that is bugging you like a thorn in your side or like a constant itch and you just have to scratch it and then once you scratch it it's it's relieved and you feel so much better but then the itch comes back right you know or the burning comes back and you just numb it or you cover it up or you soothe it somehow. Um, yeah, and the point is, if you're only focusing on what you're eating, which is what nutritionists, doctors, well, doctors 
don't even really do that. But nutritionists, <laughs> you know, what, hold what, me back. Hold yeah, us back. I, yeah, I know. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> but if you if it's not just what you're eating, because you can tell people what to eat, and people can even try changing. A lot of my clients back then, you know, they did change what they were eating for a week or two, but then something happened. They got into a fight with their boyfriend, or the, there was stress at work, or whatever, and then. Uh, that person started eating again. What I didn't realize is that unless you deal with what's eating them, unless you deal with what's eating you, what's really causing the stress, then any diet is going to fail. And that's why most diets fail. So a big cause, what we found with a lot of a lot of clients over the years is that... Over half, I'd say. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Me, Overall. If, if they came to me for eating habits slash weight loss... Um, at least half. I would go as far as saying 75%. Had had issues with unresolved emotional trauma. Absolutely. And however you define that, you know, trauma can just be something that happened that you have not, very emotionally intense or distressing that you've not been able to fully integrate or handle. And as a result, it's kind of like a thorn in your side uh, that's still there. And it could also be something that just happened, but it's not so much the event. It, it's what you learned from it what you, how your brain interpreted that and what it learned as a result of what happened <laughs> wake up right yeah for example the event can be traumatizing such as being held at gunpoint or uh being uh, stuck in an elevator or being sexually abused being sexually abused but you know even in all of, it it, it depends on the person it depends on how our mind as an individual operates or what Really, it comes down to what we're really sensitive to. Um, I've been stuck in elevators several times in my life, and I have absolutely no fear of elevators, no claustrophobia as far as I know. But then again, I know someone who got stuck once and became claustrophobic. So it all depends what we're sensitive to. Well, the most important thing, you know, is that because it's not what happened, and this is a, this is like a, an amazing revelation for a lot of people when you hear this, is that it's not what happened to you. But it's what how you learned. it's what you learned because of what happened. It's how you interpreted it, uh, usually unconsciously. It doesn't mean you said, "Hmm, well, I was abused, and so now I'm going to fear men with beards or something." It, that's not how it works. Some people have traumatic, what we might think of as traumatic experiences, and have no lasting uh, damage from it. Although the vast majority that I that I'm aware of do have lasting damage. However, it's important to realize we can't change the past. Because what happened, happened. What we can True. change is your perception of the past, your perception of the event, and shift your, your perception of it so that it's no longer emotionally harmful. And when that happens, suddenly the stress and anxiety related to that formerly traumatic experience is lifted. And the behaviors, such as in this case overeating or eating junk food, the behaviors that temporarily alleviate that stress and anxiety which originated from trauma, the behaviors go away. Start to get better, yeah. Because they're not necessary anymore. Right. Our subconscious is only There's making us... There's less need to feel good in the moment because you just feel good. You just feel, you feel better, better anyway. in general, exactly. Um, so there, the, the, the quote need to reach for junk food or chocolate or candy or pasta or fried food or whatever it is um, just decreases. Mm -hmm. And it happens naturally. You know, you might not even realize it. Yeah, no, no willpower is needed usually. Right. Uh, boy, I wish I had known that. Well, if I had known this as a nutritionist 
and had these skills, then I would have been a hypnotist nutritionist because most nutritionists and doctors and personal trainers and nurses and all these people that, that make a living out of giving good advice don't understand how the subconscious works and they don't have the skill set that, that, that you and I fortunately have gained mm -hmm. to help people shift their you know, internal programming. Um, real quickly, I just want to mention a couple clients that give a perfect example of this situation about it's not just what you're eating, it's what's eating you. Uh, one was a young woman who was, uh, I think, about 30 when I met her, and she must have been 350 pounds. I mean, she was easily 200 pounds overweight. And uh, what happened with her is when she was 12, she was... Uh, molested or sexually abused actually by a physician um, her mom was present and her mom did nothing to stop it and they never talked about it afterwards um, the details of her story not really relevant but the reality is several years later she started putting on weight you know because she was eating more up until when I met her and she had failed every diet and attempt to lose weight and Really, it was the emotional trauma of being molested and the resentment that she felt towards her mom for not being there for her and protecting her. And uh, I told her, I said, actually, this should be very simple and straightforward. Um, basically, we didn't even focus in terms of hypnosis sessions on eating habits. Initially, it was really all just changing the way she perceived of that memory and that experience. and you know, getting to where she could forgive her mom and herself and the doctor and, and the experience and accept it as just a part of her life and find empowering interpretations from that. After all, we couldn't change what happened, but her perception changed and immediately she came back the next week and said she was no longer um, stress eating and overeating, especially previously every time she talked to her mom, she would end up overeating. Um, just like that, it went away. Um, and another client was uh, I believe about 60 years old, 30, 40 pounds overweight, maybe more, for decades. And she claimed that it was just stress eating in the evening. And it turned out that her trauma was that she learned as a child that her dad didn't love her. It doesn't matter whether he really did or not, but her perception was... She, she believed he didn't. Right. And so as a result, she grew up feeling effectively a whole inside empty. yeah empty and she kept trying to fill it metaphorically with the food and we did one really powerful process that you know within I think 20 25 minutes um, it was an NLP process yeah it was a neurolinguistic process and within 20 30 minutes the the her perception of that that memory that came up changed and she was no longer she actually told me at the end of that session she said I now feel like my dad has always loved me I mean, she was crying she and everything. his love for the first time. Yeah, even though he had died he like 20 dead. years. But yeah, exactly. Wow. So the thing is, it was so cool Holy because... Holy Yeah, so she came back the next week, and just like the other one, she said, I haven't, I've had almost no chocolate this week. I'm not overeating. I'm not drinking wine. I'm not having the, the cheese and crackers every Amazing. evening. Amazing. She just feels like full again. She finally felt fulfilled. Yeah. So, so... She didn't even need advice on how to eat because let's let's it face just it, stopped. you know how to eat healthy. Everyone knows what to do for the most Veggies. part. Veggies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, less sugar and grains, sugar. more vegetables. It's yep. very simple. But she didn't. She knew it, but she couldn't do it because of her emotional need, which we resolved just like that. 
and Amazing. she's went on to lose most of that weight as far as I know last time I connected with her a few years ago so um, it's not what you're eating it's what's eating you Gosh, and so many people go through really drastic measures and they rip their body up and attempts to to lose weight you know whether it's gastric bypass or sleeve or the band or yeah it's such a shame yep and that doesn't even solve the problem they're just even more frustrated because they want to eat and now they can't <laughs> well and, and i know actually i know someone who had the uh, had gastric bypass Me too, and she began drinking more yeah that's exactly what i was gonna say yeah because they can't eat yep well and because the thing is if we're if at, at, at an unconscious level the reason why we're overeating or using abusing food let's say is because we're trying to like i said in a previous call here make ourselves feel better yeah, like we're just overwhelmed or something right you know? so it, it's it's all about removing the discomfort and gaining the pleasure and that's really what drives it so if you can't get it from food because your stomach is now the size of a walnut <laughs> i mean that's the truth right yeah then then the only way you can get it is well not the only way but but an easy way is alcohol because alcohol gives you a, a state change very quickly Mm -hmm. um, usually as fast and or faster. it doesn't make you full. Yeah, so you can just keep on filling that walnut with whiskey until you pass out on the floor. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but that's it. So the thing is, if you have unresolved emotional crap... Yeah, uh, that's really all it is. That's, that's really all it is, and it, and anyone can just gotta clean let the crap it go. Out What's that? You just got to clean it out. Yeah. And, and that's it. So, you know, whatever may have happened in the past, we've all experienced traumatic experiences to some degree. Sometimes they just heal themselves on their own. More often than not, they don't. And if you find that you're struggling with your eating habits or any undesirable behavior or emotional reaction to things, very often it's because of their, you know, something that is bothering you that's not going away, you know, that's where working with an excellent hypnotist can really help and resolve that issue. Till next time. Stay well. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with others who might benefit too. Follow our podcast at www.goodwinwakeupcalls.com to be notified as new episodes are released. If you have questions or topics you'd like us to address, email wakeupcalls at goodwinhypnosis.com and visit goodwinhypnosis.com if you'd like our help to overcome a personal challenge. We'll talk to you soon.